it's your boy, the one and only A-Switch, a.k.a. the social distancing champion, a.k.a. the homebody hero, <laughs> a.k.a. the chosen one, bringing you yet another episode of Switch of Sights, episode 49, almost there. Uh, today's date is April 2nd. 2020 boy we are on the wake of a lot of things uh good and bad <laughs> unfortunately uh it seems like the pandemic is somewhat somewhat getting worse in, to some extent um yeah that's ultimately it and uh unfortunately affecting even more things than it already has so i guess we'll get into that we uh dish out the news um at least on the good side a lot of big huge heavy hitter game releases coming out um we'll at least touch upon but boy boy oh boy oh boy it's just just good and bad at the same time it really is but um yeah let's stop the dilly dallying get into it um the first topic of discussion uh probably the biggest hit biggest hit of all and somewhat hot off the presses just uh earlier today uh, i believe via tweet from naughty dog as well as playstation um unfortunately the last of us two has uh been been delayed indefinitely <laughs> uh, just the indefinite part hurts because it's like it's no no particular date to strive for or, or like you know look forward to it's like indefinite that's just such a that i don't that just resonated with me so much that uh it is a uh, indefinite so like in theory <laughs> can never come out uh, or something like that. I mean, that's some totally exaggerating, but you know, still hurts the same. We were so close, just one month away or so. But uh, yet again, the the carrot is a uh, is uh, extended longer for understandable reasons. So basically, um, the Last of Us Part Two, as well as Marvel's Iron Man VR, which I honestly I don't have any interest in, but. Uh, they've both been delayed until further notice, uh, I guess specifically from a logistical standpoint due to the obvious pandemic going on um, in terms of, I guess, you know, specifically the physical uh, launch um, or physical copies as well as, you know, collector's editions and stuff like that. So totally understandable. Um, I guess the the issue or not necessarily issue, but point of curiosity is why they didn't uh go with at least still um at least as the previous releases or recent games are doing uh still going and sticking with uh the digital release but just for the physical release you know uh that's still being on hold um because yeah i can at least attest that to some extent um so resident evil 3 supposed to be coming out today uh i pre-ordered the physical copy and you know paid off and everything and 
boy yep now you're kind of a little screwed so you have to kind of apparently i did some research but apparently like it gamestop has been uh pretty un uh very very uh non-transparent about it very coy very just ambiguous and vague uh but it seems like basically you have to wait until the store opens up uh to even get your copy which i mean i get from obviously that standpoint but it uh it's kind of messed up there isn't no no uh easier refined way to kind of um basically circumvent that so like you know transfer the order to an online order instead and stuff like that um which is kind of messed up but this is the environment we're in and you know uh, obviously uh you can't really blame well necessarily GameStop but you know nobody prepared for this and nobody knew it was gonna happen so at the same time understand it but sucks nonetheless so which can be the said the same for uh, uh delay. But yeah, I guess specifically, I'm curious why they aren't going with a physical release. At least the statement from Naughty Dog, I'll read it verbatim. Uh, quote, as you've likely just seen, the release of The Last of Us 2 has been delayed. We're sure this news is just as disappointing to you as it is to us. We wanted to reach out to all of you in our community to give you a little more information. The good news is we're nearly done with development of The Last of Us Part 2. We are in the midst of fixing our final books. However, even with us finishing the game, we were faced with the reality that due to logistics beyond our control, we couldn't launch The Last of Us Part 2 to our satisfaction. We want to make sure everyone gets to play The Last of Us Part 2 around the same time ensuring that we're doing everything possible to preserve the best experience for everyone. This meant delaying the game until such a time where we can resolve, solve these logistic issues. We were bummed about this decision, but ultimately understood it's what's best and fair for all or to all of our players. We're hoping this won't be a long delay and we'll update you as soon as we have new information to share. We wish you all your families and your friends the best of health thank you for being amazing fans and your continued support stay safe how do you talk so <laughs> basically um it seems like it was still on track to be originally released at the you know uh deadline which is uh next month but they um due to the physical edition concerns they decided to definitely push it back so yeah, yeah. Part of me would have at least liked an option to, um, you know, play it digitally. But again, I mean, that wouldn't be fair for people who don't have as good of internet or internet where it's just unbearably painful to download something. You know, so yeah, it hurts. It hurts. Was really looking forward to that. That was at least what I thought was going to be like a uh, the last stretch or final light before um you know video game releases were starting to be affected depending on you know however this whole global pandemic is gonna pan out which is still surreal to me how that uh 
how much this is the, the, just the reality of this is still kind of surreal when you think about it. Uh, but yeah, RIP. So, uh, now it's starting to bring up some, I don't know. Well, just questions overall. I feel like they're going to have to release it, uh, digitally at least at some point. Um, I hear uh, people are like speculating maybe um, Last of Us Part 2 will take Ghost of Tsushima's release date uh, in June and then push Ghost of Tsushima to September or something like that. So, I mean, the possibility is there. That would kind of make more sense because I think originally the first Last of Us did release in June. So that'd be kind of cool if it somehow, some way worked that way. Um, but who knows, but yeah, just putting like indefinitely in front of it. I don't know. That's kind of dangerous territory. I'd say, I mean, it's understandable due to the pandemic, but I don't know. I guess, do you want to keep promising a date that you're not going to fulfill and like keep delaying the game consistently or, uh, give you somewhat of a cushion and say indefinitely to kind of, you know, give yourself some, some leeway in that, that extent. So it's tough because it's like I feel like trying to think from the developer standpoint now they did they don't have a technical definitive release date it's like well I don't have to work as hard don't have to crunch which obviously from that standpoint is fine but it's like then how will the project get done but they say it is almost done so maybe they have like an invisible um a date that they put themselves to that they just maybe didn't release to us personally or who knows, maybe we just get like a shadow drop one day. I mean, obviously not at the date, uh, the original release date they had, but nonetheless, um, it's a lot that could happen, but yeah, that's crazy just to be indefinite, indefinitely, no release date. And then, and then it was, you know, it's pretty much done for the most part. I mean, what they're saying, just uh, ironing out bugs and stuff, so that's a that's a tough one to swallow it really is well especially in this time where a lot of people do have the time to play it more than ever if anything uh especially those two um yeah man i will hey it, as long, it, it'll it'll lead to ultimately better game in the long run so i mean you can't be all too too upset about it um Sucks nonetheless, though. Uh, well, moving on from that very somber uh, aspect, uh, we'll get into some more interesting uh, news. And you know what? Before that, um, <laughs> it's kind of ironic, do you think? Um, considering the, the what kind of last was touches on technically somewhat of a pandemic, if you will, uh, that it is delayed due to said pandemic, not the, you know, one for one, but ironic that this game that does somewhat loosely revolve around major outbreak pandemic is affected by a pandemic. I just realized the kind of irony of that, which is funny to me. Um, but I digress. Uh, so next in getting to some rumory news now, um, or somewhat valid rumors, not like, I don't try to, you know, talk about very, very, very 
uh, abstract or just super he said he said she said <laughs> he said man that's a tongue twister he said she said he said she said i got i don't got it <laughs> i don't get it but um at least to some valid leakers that uh you know do have a reputation of being credible so that's at least kind of tact I at least try to keep at least when I'm talking about rumors and I just have it just <laughs> blow it out my ass oh man you can you uh eat eat a marshmallow you can get 500 rupees in Zelda so <laughs> I don't know uh that'd be funny though that'd be funny though I'm just saying um Miyamoto I know he doesn't make Zelda um, the guy who makes Zelda, that shows you how much of a Zelda fan I am. <laughs> Not, but, uh, hey, I'm just saying, I got all these ideas. You could take them if you want. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. Just put it in the universe. Um, so <laughs> getting back, uh, in terms of, uh, some murmurs about the next Resident Evil after obviously, uh, the imminent Resident Evil 3. Uh, there's supposedly uh, a new title in 2021 that's going to be, quote unquote, the biggest departure for the series. Uh, so this is uh, by the pretty credible uh, rumor leaker, leaker, really, um, Aesthetic Gamer, a.k.a. Dust Golem. Um, specifically, he uh, reveals some deets about this new Resident Evil title. So it's basically some loose details regarding it specifically uh just details at least in regards to mainly the development of it so apparently it started development in late 2016 so it seems like it was in conjunction with like you know the games of resident evil 7 and stuff like that and it's been in development for four four to four and a half years um that's that's interesting and then he you know he's uh, he's being pretty pretty good about you know uh hiding his tracks if anything but uh he used some very interesting wording to say the least so uh in terms of its development he says development is very similar to the original resident evil 3 not the remake which is i guess the only correlation you can like get from that is that at least going by Resident Evil 3, which was originally a spinoff. I believe it was a spinoff because I at least, you know, Resident Evil fans rip me up if you want. But I think uh, I'm pretty versed in the knowledge. But I believe after Resident Evil 2, um, Resident Evil 3 that we know today was a spinoff. And then Cole Veronica was actually... Uh, gonna be Resident Evil 3 or something like that or technically Resident Evil 4 roughly you know at least on the drawing board initially but obviously a lot of that changed and I think Capcom with the exclusivity with Dreamcast I think they formed kind of uh, I think it in addition with uh, GameCube as well with the uh, Capcom 5 um, releasing or that was my that might have been a different uh, agreement, but basically releasing uh, the next few Resident Evil titles exclusively to the GameCube. Uh, I guess you know 
for a particular time period, um, which I believe that uh, affected the development for, or the, I guess, roadmap in terms of how they were going about developing. Either way, Resident Evil 3, the original one, was intended to be um, uh, a spinoff originally. And then I think they, after the fact, uh, put Jill as the main character and basically molded it into a mainline game. So that's the only thing I can kind of make from, yeah, that word in the development is very similar to original Resident Evil 3. So technically, I guess it was going to be a spinoff. And then now they put it back within uh, as a main Resident Evil game, I guess. But yeah, he said he won't expand on that or what he means by that until later. The announcement for it will be really soon and is by far the biggest departure the series has ever taken. So that's probably the biggest takeaway from this. The biggest departure the series has ever taken. That's it's a lot of uh, a lot of interpretation there, at least, because like. I mean. Resident Evil has definitely taken a lot of drastic changes in general. When you think about it, I mean, obviously, Resident Evil 7 was pretty drastic, I'd say. Um, you had the rail on rail shooters like Umbrella Chronicles, Survivor, Dark Side Chronicles. But eh, it yeah, it was somewhat of a departure, but not drastic, I guess. I mean, it was drastic in terms of just the genre, but it still felt still felt familiar i guess it still felt resident evil like if that makes sense so for at least biggest departure the series ever taken i don't know that's either telling me it's going to be a huge genre change again um well i guess technically first person shooter from third person is not necessarily i I would consider it it, though uh, being a huge genre change I mean, that's a whole camera's perspective that does definitely, I think, change a lot with how you interpret the game. So I think that does come into play to some extent, but I don't know. Biggest departure is telling me that it's either going to be yet another drastic genre change or just um yeah because it couldn't uh, my other guess or suspicion would be that like it would maybe um for the worst go back to like resident evil 6 or something like that but that wouldn't really make sense and that wouldn't be a big departure because that'd be something that they've already done before so my guess is like and i feel like it's a theme with like almost every damn uh big franchise is like well Huh, we've, uh, we've, uh, you know, pretty much done everything we could think of. You know what? Let's, uh, let's just do a tactics game. <laughs> so honestly, I feel like that might be pretty likely Resident Evil tactics or something like that, where it'd be like a real time strategy game, RTS, whatever you want to call it. Um, where, you know, maybe you're managing like five characters in the, in the kind of vein of an RPG but, you know, maybe you're playing set battles or, you know, um, areas, lo- lo- locales in a game. And then you have to, you know, kind of 
manage various stuff like health, resources, survival stuff, maybe. So maybe like a little bit of a state of state of decay elements in there, roughly. Not like not one to one, but you know. Uh, yeah, I I wouldn't want that, but I feel like that might be pretty likely. That's I think the one genre. Uh, they haven't done, and I feel like it's generally the the genre a lot of huge franchises ultimately do at some point for some strange ass reason, I guess. And obviously, Gears is gonna come out with one. Halo did one. Um, what else? Who did a uh, Metal Gear did one? Uh, yeah, <laughs> and again, all of those are big established franchises, just like Resident Evil. So. I really hope it's not, but I can't at least fathom anything else that uh, would warrant uh, at least wording biggest departure the series has ever taken. And on top of that, one other detail, I'll uh, finish his statement uh, to the point. I expect a lot of people will be pissed off about it when it uh, gets revealed, but they should be open minded internal testing and the like show it's a high quality game and I'm quite excited for it. So uh, I don't know. See, like that could be interpreted in just as many as any many ways as well. But mm, yeah, man, that's uh, a lot of people will be pissed off about it <laughs> when it gets revealed. So I'm, I don't, yeah, so you're going to have to change something super drastically that fans are used to, which, uh, yeah, that's very vague, very wide open, but that still will kind of be in the lines of going RTS, I think, still, because you won't be able to, you know, consistently control your character like a lot of people want, like a <laughs> big prime example, uh, Yakuza 7 or uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon in the West. Um that's kind of an issue I have with it. I haven't played it yet or it hasn't come out in the West, but that's still uh, another factor as well. So, I mean, hmm. yeah, man, my, yeah, my, my uh, guess is definitely going the RTS route. I think that would piss a lot of people off, like doing a huge genre change like it, like it did with Yakuza 7. So, yeah, yeah, that might be a, that might be a thing. That's the only thing I could think of that would still try to keep it somewhat familiar with Resident Evil, but not at the same time, ultimately compromise the essence of what makes Resident Evil Resident Evil in terms of, you know, uh, zombies, bioterrorism and things of that nature. So, uh, yeah, I guess (laughs) a part of me doesn't even want to fantasize about what 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 they could do horribly that would piss off fans, I guess, but we'll find out, uh, apparently soon enough, I guess sometime after Resident Evil three is all said and done, but interesting, uh, interesting stuff. And I guess adding to that, uh, rumor, uh, apparently M two, which is, uh, the, the studio, uh, that was working on it. Resident Evil three is working on a larger remake project. Capcom so um, mm, I will want it to be 
Uh, I mean, I'd want to be a lot of Capcom properties, actually. I mean, Onimusha, Dino Crisis, of course, Vito and Joe. But um, I don't know. They kind of, uh, at least with the recent rumors previously about remakes, it seemed like Dino Crisis is kind of out of the out of the equation because they said they did at one time explore it but they just didn't get anything going so they kind of scrapped it basically so at least indicated at one time they were almost on the brink of you know working on it and making it a thing but for whatever reason it didn't ultimately pan out so i would assume they would take some time to cool that off for a bit before trying to revisit it but could be wrong this seems like sounds like it's recent that they're kind of starting to move on to this larger project since Resident Evil 3 is almost pretty much said and done technically I believe I don't know how their roadmap is but um it could it could vary so I don't know what it I hope personally I'd hope it it would be um Onimusha that would seem to be a pretty Hmm, because I don't know. I don't think Onimusha the the remaster sold well, but uh, personally, I would want it to be Onimusha. But it is a remake. Uh, I guess um, it would make sense to go to uh, Cove Veronica, but apparently they're not remaking Cove Veronica. They squashed those rumors. So uh, I don't know. I don't know at this point, but it's a remake of a Capcom game. I mean, considering they remade Resident Evil 3, they are I feel like they're sticking in that same vein, maybe. So that would only lead me to think that it's either Dino Crisis or Onimusha, but it could be anything, I guess, technically, but I don't know. Consider what they've done already. Um, I feel like that's somewhat indicative of what they're going to be doing going forward. So who knows, but... I guess that's kind of unrelated, but still sticking with Capcom related news or rumors, <laughs> if you will. But uh, hopefully we'll find out soon. But man, yeah, only Musha remastered or yeah, only Musha remastered would be pretty great, though. Just in the RE engine. I mean, really, you put anything in the RE engine, that's just going it's going to look great. You're just going to want to lick the screen every time, but, but I digress <laughs> moving on. Uh, so finally, um, this is, it feels like this is a long time coming if anything, but, um, they recently announced that near replicant, uh, basically, uh, I totally didn't know about this for the longest, at least when I started playing near, but basically the first near or near one, whatever, uh, is called near replicant in Japan, uh, where basically that copy had a younger protagonist, um, or, you know, main protagonist that you play the game with, but in the U S or the West, um, you will play as a much older person. At least that's the version I played. Um, but apparently that's the definitive version. There isn't going to be, I guess, any way to play the, I guess, technical original version that came for us in the West, um, which is very minor really. But I mean, it's a younger dude and then an older dude. Uh, they looked pretty different when you compare, compare the two, but, um, 
interesting nonetheless, but it's a full-blown remake, or my bad, remaster. It is a remaster. Let me rephrase that. So, essentially the same same game, but, you know, with a lot of improvements here and there, I would assume that uh, makes sense. Uh, possibly a new ending. That was uh, at least hinted, but uh, not 100% on that. Um, but yeah, it, <laughs> I'm kind of mad because it's like I recently... And by recently, I meant like within the last year, at least last year, uh, I finally got around to uh, beating uh, the original Nier on uh, at least I played the 360 version and it was pretty great. I'm, I'm glad I did uh, put the time into it. Um, it had a really unique aspect, and different, like fresh take on, you know, what can be in games and, you know, just the art form, which was pretty cool. So, but it was like, oh, well, now we remade it. Like, ah, oh, damn it. I might just try it out, explore a little bit, see what it is. Um, but I don't know if I, uh, it's a commitment to play, play near. I felt because, um, uh, not to get too spoil, spoilery. Um, I, I, I think it's safe to say, but essentially I'll, I'll say this. You are meant to play the game to get the full, full experience of the game um which i do recommend you are supposed to play the game multiple times or beat the game multiple times basically so um with that i don't know yeah just asking me to play the game i recently played again i don't know might play it one time just get the okay i know where this is going i know where everything is then now now they're teasing you with like additional um, endings and, uh, new tracks, uh, it's going to be tough and they're probably gonna, you know, make it more, uh, connected to Nero Automata, which is the sequel. I, I assume, um, yeah, it's going to be tempting, going to be tempting. We'll see, but good, good on people that played Automata and maybe didn't play the first one. Um, I think uh, this is definitely a, a win, a get for those folks as well. So cool stuff. Um, getting into some pretty uh, juicy stuff, I'd say. Um, so apparently, uh, I think uh, it's probably been a common request demand for people, uh, in particular switch owners. Um, just the I I'd say admittedly the kind of unusual um lack of support for uh mario titles because i mean it isn't a, a nintendo console without like an abundance of uh, mario games which i guess technically you have uh new super mario 3 new super mario brothers u i think uh mario maker 2 and then um mario odyssey i think those at least are the one so far which is understandable and then you of course you got the i don't consider those consider these uh like mainline mario games obviously but you know like um mario kart and mario tennis and uh things of that ilk if you will kind of like not actually mario games but you know games of the that include the mario lore i guess i don't know to me i just don't com- compartmentalize uh, the Mario side games as Mario main games, Mario party and stuff like that. So either way, in terms of the mainline Mario games, 
Um, apparently, uh, there are going to be some plans for the 35th anniversary, which I believe that is, I think it's sometime in June, technically. Uh, yeah. So apparently, uh, there is supposed to be a lot of remakes coming for the switch. Uh, one being, uh, Mario brothers 64, uh, or did I get it? Six super Mario 64 and, um, super Mario sunshine and super Mario galaxy, which I hear that's like the Holy grail of Mario games or obviously they're all, they all have their niche, uh, fans, but, uh, they're definitely generally the highly regarded Mario titles, um, as well. Um, that will be pretty big. It will make sense. I mean, considering, uh, the expansive switch library and it, it does have a just noticeably lackluster, I guess, support for mainline Mario titles. I mean, of course you got the older Mario games and stuff like that, but just essentially like the traditional, uh, current Mario games. Um, it's kind of lacking, I'd say in that department, not to say, you know, Hey, there's nothing to play Mario wise. There is, but in terms of what's expected from the previous Mario games, I'd say, but, um, yeah, it seems like a lot of rumors are hinting at, uh, it's, there's going to be a lot of, uh, Mario support for the Mario fans out there. So super Mario galaxy, super Mario sunshine, super Mario 64, high definition remasters. So, you know, there you go. I guess I technically have it. Yeah. When I think about it, I haven't really beat, um, a 3d Mario game fully. I, I, I know I definitely beat Mario three, I believe super Mario world, but not, um, Mario, any of the newer ones or the 3d Mario's even 64. I think I was close played maybe about a good half. Um, I'm sorry. All right. Take away my game card now. Um, I apologize. Uh, uh, okay. I don't pl- I haven't played a lot of Zelda games. All right. You can take, you could take, you could take my card right now, but either way, um, cool. As someone who's, you know, been, uh, looking at the sidelines, at least, you know, keeping up with Mario, even though I'm not uh, the biggest fan of playing them. I have Odyssey. I haven't played Odyssey or I've played it, but I haven't fully beat it basically. So, uh, it's cool. I definitely want to, um, probably the most appealing for me personally would be 64. Uh, just seeing that in like 3d would be crazy or, you know, modernized, uh, compared to the blockiness of uh 64 would be crazy. That would probably be out of the, the games. I'd probably won't be interested in playing them most for sure. If all this is true, I mean, obviously a grain of salt, but I don't know. Seems pretty likely if you ask me, but I don't know. Of course, you know, with the pandemic, of course, <laughs> everything could just be canceled, you know, well, which is understandable. Safety first, safety first. Uh, moving on. Um, it was a pretty, uh, interesting, um, podcast. Uh, I do say I do enjoy my podcast, a uh, video game podcast specifically uh hence <laughs> what do you know me doing a podcast myself but 
um, in particular uh, for Podcast Unlock, which is the IGN Xbox podcast. Uh, listen to it. Uh, basically, uh, the one in particular I'm mentioning, uh, 437, including the head of Xbox, um, God Daddy Xbox, <laughs> uh, Phil Spencer, um, talking about uh, doing a one-on-one in, uh, interview uh, with Ryan McCaffrey in terms of everything, um, I guess, obviously in the future of the Series X and related stuff. Um it was some takeaways, a lot of stuff we did know, but it was definitely some, some things, uh, I think that was worth touching, uh, touching on. Um, I'd say the biggest takeaway specifically was regarding actually scale bound, which is, you know, the title that, uh, was canceled for Xbox that supposedly might be coming back with another, um, uh, Nintendo specifically in terms of maybe being exclusive, but, uh, given a uh, feel statement, um, seems like he pretty much killed any, uh, any, um, possibility of that, at least what he knows. So basically he said it, it is canceled. There's no really, um, inkling of it coming back and that, uh, basically that he's pretty sure platinum isn't working on it. So, I mean, if platinum was working on you, of course there would be some indication that maybe it's coming back, maybe not specifically with Xbox or what have you, but apparently his statement is like, yeah, uh, scale bound pretty much dead. Any hopes you have for that, you probably need to <laughs> take care of now. Cause I uh, don't think it's coming back. So I obviously never say never, but mm, at least from what he said, uh, it's pretty much, been moved on and not to be explored again. Uh, one other interesting aspect, uh, someone who's, you know, very adamant about, I guess, connections with the next Xbox or next generation consoles in general. Um, I guess one thing I didn't bring up, which is actually, at least for me, I know it, your mileage may vary or depending on the person, but, uh, the series X pretty much is not going to have, uh, optical port and that like sucks you know i mean it's not big to you probably but to me man uh, optical port that is crazy um so you know at least for me uh, optical port is pretty essential specifically for headset audio and quality um as well as obviously you can use it for your uh home theater setup and stuff like that as well but generally just having the option of either or a dedicated audio outlet uh, specifically for your headset while also having the option of routing the audio to your um, uh, home theater system via HDMI or whatever. So uh, to somebody like me, I was a, uh, I was a pretty big, uh, pretty big hurt. That was, a, that was a big sting to the heart. Um, I guess it, in my head, I was like, no, that's not true. I don't think that's true. And then it actually was when I was uh, looking it up. So, uh, but apparently they're going to have some stuff to kind of circumvent that. I know specifically with the, the current Xbox, they um are using audio through headset or through USB um, instead, which might, I guess, be a somewhat of a solution or workaround. I guess for my particular use of optical audio, which is for headsets. So 
who knows? I guess we'll we'll only ultimately find out until after it's released and all said and done. But uh, at least in the interview, he did say that they are supporting or patching an update for you know uh, current uh, headsets to um, carry over the support uh, to the Series X, so you don't technically have to buy you know a whole new headset if you had it uh, for your Xbox One X. It should be able to transfer over uh, to the Series X in terms of compatibility, which is totally cool. It's understandable. Uh, apparently, you know, obviously $2 uh, does stack up uh, if you're trying to sell like 500 million consoles or whatever. So, I mean, which essentially he explained that was the reason why, because, um, yeah, it basically costs too much to keep it in. So, uh, would have liked at least like a dongle or, I mean, that could be a possibility. I don't know. A USB dongle or something. But, Ah, uh, optical. Ah, uh, it's gone. I miss you. I miss you, optical. You were there for me. I was there for you. One day we may meet again. <laughs> so, uh, very <laughs> miscellaneous uh, disappointment aside. Um, yeah, in terms of everything else, uh, I guess another big point was obviously the current pandemic and if... Um, this pandemic will affect the planned release of holiday 2020. Um, he seemed to be non-committal about that. He, he seemed to say that basically it was, um, what's the word? Uh, it could happen. Um, but the plan is to get to stay, stay on track for that, uh, plan release window. So, and technically just didn't really give us any information really than what we were already suspecting. But basically on his end is like, Hey, uh, safety of our employees is more important, which is of course understandable. And you know, uh, what happens happens essentially totally paraphrasing, but that's at least the gist I got from it. Um, yeah. Outside of that, um, yeah, I guess he was talking about launch day lineup. If like consoles are affected, like um, if the consoles are delayed, will the game still release like Halo Infinite and stuff? Um, again, yeah, not really too too committal on that as well. Um, he did touch on crossplay as well in regards specifically to um him being like a big proponent for it, which I I do believe he was. He definitely helped a lot in it, in the initiative of getting crossplay to be a thing. But yeah, outside of that, more so the same, uh, some interesting stuff like what he thought about Mark Cerny's presentation on the PS five and stuff. Um, so definitely recommend you guys, uh, give it a listen, um, on YouTube and podcasting platforms as well. Uh, but yeah, just thought I'd touch on that. Um, just, uh, I guess specifically just <laughs> for killing our, our dreams of, scale bomb possibly coming back so uh it's dead so you know people that wanted scale bomb it's not gonna happen and then <laughs> phil spencer just <laughs> phil phil spencer brings uh rada to stage hey hey rada uh i know you want um you got something to say to these folks uh, don't ask me for shit i'm like all right okay all right, you really, you brought them all the way from Japan just to say, okay, all right. 
You just you what you are you just gonna rub it in? Okay, all right. Thanks, Phil. Thanks, Phil. All right, appreciate it. <laughs> uh, Phil, this this money is going back in my pocket. All right, the Series X is not being purchased anymore. No, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, just to think, just to think the audacity of them <laughs> really trying to do that. <laughs> Literally bring Rada <laughs> to say what he wanted to say. <laughs> Don't ask me for shit. Ah, really, really feel you really, you really flew him out for that. You flew him out of his home from Japan just to come here and just say that one statement. All right. You could at least just put a video of him saying, all right, okay, Phil. All right. Now you pissing me off, Phil. <laughs> ah, moving on. Um, so at least there was, at least initially when this story came out about, uh, well, I mean, boy, it, this actually, this had a long track record. So basically Modern Warfare 2 remastered the campaign. Uh, basically it was a lot of rumors pretty much throughout the past two years that it was going to come. It was a thing. Maybe, maybe not. It was going to be bundled with a game. Like at least modern warfare remastered did with infinite warfare. But finally, uh, we at least got a leak, uh, this earlier, uh, earlier this week that, um, I think it was listed on, um, a Germany, Germany store. Uh, yeah. PS store, Germany. Um, uh, basically leaked, uh, a listing of the game and it was like, uh, it seems like somewhat of a given now. And then of course it ultimately did. It released, I think Tuesday along, uh, modern warfare's update. So basically, uh, modern warfare two remastered the campaign specifically released. So it's not, uh, bundled in with, uh, the main game of, or the current game, modern warfare 2019, um, but there is some benefit to, to, uh, to being an owner of the current modern warfare game, which basically is the, um, the ghost bundle, which basically is some cool, uh, blueprint guns, um, some, uh, you know, the traditional packs. If you are playing modern warfare, uh, the multiplayer, um, which is cool. Um, I guess obviously the big elephant in the room is like, well, why isn't there no multiplayer? Uh, so apparently, you know, I mean, I, obviously, I think it's apparent from that standpoint that basically they don't want to detract from the multiplayer they have with, you know, modern warfare, as well as, you know, the recent, uh, war zone, uh, free to play, um, battle royale mode as well. So, uh, I feel like they might release it at some point, but, um, yeah, man. I mean, that's definitely hands down my favorite multiplayer, um, favorite call of duty specifically in, in regards to the multiplayer, I'd say campaign as well. I think I really did like the campaign a lot also. So, uh, kind of hurts that it's not there, but, uh, there might be, um, I think there was rumors about uh, like a dedicated modern warfare two map pack being released at some point, maybe with season three, possibly, because that's going to be next week. Uh, I think sometime next week will be officially season three, which is generally the the basis of doing a big, you know, content drop of a lot of stuff. 
where they, you know, introduce a lot of maps, weapons and stuff. So that could be, they might be setting themselves up for that. Cause I mean, this releases came out the week before that. So that would be pretty cool. I mean, I would be fine with that because I do think honestly, after playing it so much, um, modern warfare 2019 is definitely the best recent modern warfare, uh, to date, uh, in my opinion. Um, I put it at least just behind uh, Modern Warfare 2. So it's definitely a testament to how great the game is. So luckily there is that. I wouldn't be too butthurt as long as we get pretty much all the multiplayer maps from Modern Warfare 2. As, as, as I guess, clouded it would make the multiplayer space. But boy, that would be that would be such a damn win for me. Um, that shoot, that might raise it up, if not equally uh to modern warfare 2 if you know getting a vibe and feel for all the maps and how everything plays because boy that that just be that'd be a pretty great constellation if we don't get the original multiplayer itself or you know remaster multiplayer what have you so all in all cool stuff uh finally uh finally we get access to it but kind of a annoying aspect if you um it's exclusive or timed exclusive to ps4 until april 30th where you can play you can then play on the x the xbox one version and the pc version you can pre-order uh the games for those either or platforms and you get the pack as well which is okay but i mean uh, that sucks so i guess that might be a part of that exclusivity deal with ps4 where they um probably with this the dumb arbitrary um survival mode being exclusive now they had this time exclusive exclusive of modern warfare 2 but uh nonetheless it's fine it's fine it's okay i guess it's just released it just get rid of this console exclusivity I mean, I, of course, that's probably never going to happen, but at least from Call of Duty, okay? It's like everybody plays it on everything, all right? Uh, hopefully that, it, I, I think it uh, it might be ending soon in terms of the contract because obviously it, not really obviously, but before um, it used to be with Xbox, which I didn't have no problem with because I always, always associated Call of Duty with Xbox personally, at least going from them back in the day, but... Um, yeah, hopefully just is neutral now, now that we have, we, they thankfully at least got rid of the, the, the annoying as, uh, map exclusivity time frames where, you know, you, um, one platform, we get the map pack for 30 days and then afterward it will release on other platforms. So, I mean, if it, of the, of the lesser evils, this is, uh, definitely the best scenario for that in particular, at least the kind of the meat and heart of the game is essentially unaffected by the, by this exclusivity crap. So good stuff, uh, keeping in with multiplayer news, uh, apparently, uh, apex legends, uh, is going to have duels come in permanently. So, uh, obviously not, I don't know why I keep saying, obviously it's not obvious to you. Maybe it is. I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming, you know, all this stuff, but you don't, this is what I'm here for. <laughs> but I digress. So, um, for those that don't know, in terms of apex legends, um, the battle Royale game, it generally does have, um, uh, 
trios where basically a team of three that's generally i guess the meat and potatoes if you will main line kind of method of of their games battle royale mode but i know they've kind of messed around with other modes but as like limited time events like i think they did solos at one time i want to say they did duos at one time as well but at least now it's supposedly going to be permanent with this uh new event going up um which is cool. I guess that's really the only thing I want to mention, but, um, I, yeah, now with Warzone now, yeah, that's pretty much my main, my main, uh, uh, battle royale game. I do play, which I've not been lately. Um, but it's cool. Maybe, maybe I'll give it another guy, uh, go, but it's like, uh, now that we got Warzone, it's like, ah, I don't really feel like going back to apex now, but, who knows who knows cool stuff though uh maybe if they get a solo mode going that might be me coming back because i don't know it's always it's this thing i just have kind of gotten whenever i play uh battle royale games is that they just uh forcing you to be on a team is kind of sucky if you don't have a team to roll with um, people drop out if you die and just unreliability. Uh, the ping system did help out a lot. I'd say it did, does help communicate with people that don't want to communicate or have the option, uh, to communicate, which is good. So, but yeah, still, uh, I just feel like there's more enrichment playing solo specifically with this, this game type if you at least have the option to, you know, so, or what it's worth. Um, that pretty much covers all the pertinent news for, uh, for the week. Um, it's been crazy, man. It's been a crazy week. Um, I forgot to mention about, uh, Final Fantasy seven. Apparently, um, some of the copies got leaked. Well, not necessarily leaked, believe they intentionally released it early um to mitigate the uh issues with COVID-19 in terms of shipment and stuff like that so um yeah but uh, you know just uh keeping that out there just watch out for spoilers because it could be it could happen it could happen you want to be at spoiled Final Fantasy 7. I mean, obviously it's a remake, so there might be some same beats that if you played the game from 10, 20 years ago, you know, it'd still be there. But you you get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. Uh hopefully. Hopefully I get mine early. If not, I'm screwed. <laughs> In terms of yeah, that's well. But good on Square Enix for at least releasing games early, just in the hopes that you get uh, the game early, you know, well, get the game on time at least. So, uh, but you know, people want to be entitled now. People are complaining about not being able to stream it early, not be able to technically release it early, but it's like, just, just, just abide by the release guidelines. If anything, they said that, Hey, if you get it, you can play it, but just don't post spoilers and stuff. And people are still in a fussy about that. I don't get it, but Hey, damned if you do, damned if you don't you know okay 
let's talk about what I've been up to lately, gaming wise, of course. Um, of course, been putting putting in some time in Modern Warfare, not as much recently. Uh, I've been trying to catch up on some other games, but um, all the all the same, been putting some time in, but. Uh, at least now, at least in my area, internet's been kind of iffy in terms of, you know, seems like it seems to be a theme at peak times is when the internet will be having issues or maybe um, just acclimating to our new, our new somewhat reality now with everybody being at home technically, uh, that basically just the internet providers freaking out having issues that everybody's at home and they weren't necessarily prepared for this type of environment. Who knows, but that's been fun. So that's kind of been starting to veer me towards single player games, at least um, considering that. Um, so been trying a couple of the games, uh, <laughs> one in particular, uh, uh, Predator Hunting Grounds. So basically uh, this game, it came out, it was very lackluster and very not really impressive looking, if anything, but um yeah, after playing it, it definitely looks, uh, so basically there was a demo or I think free access or free play weekend or whatever before it comes out or something. Uh, I, I, I gave it a shot. Um, I play like one match as, uh, the enemy Well, basically it's a asymmetrical game, kind of like, uh, evolve and I guess project resistance and, um, dead by daylight where it's, you know, one real player that's the enemy and like four, four or five players that are the um kind of the opposing team or at least in this case one person is the predator and the other people are just i guess generic mercs mercenaries um <laughs> this is all considering i've not watched a single predator movie i just am familiar with some of the pop culture references and stuff so keep that in mind that i'm not speaking as a predator expert or whatever but um yeah, I played it. Uh, yeah, I just was not, I just was not feeling it. I felt, um, I will say it does look, it does look way better than the trailers made it look to be from a graphical standpoint. Uh, at least maybe since then they might've just did some polishing and up, polishing up of, uh, some of the graphics and, um, textures, but yeah, outside of that, I mean, the gunplay felt all right. Um, at least, you know, as a mercenary, but outside of that, I don't know. It's just something about it that just didn't, um, stick with me. And I didn't get a chance to play, uh, the predator, at least multiplayer wise, but I played, messed around with the tutorial and, uh, I don't know. It's just some, it's just something about a game when you play it for a little bit and you're like, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just something about like the. It felt like it lacked soul, you know, it's kind of one of those games. It felt like to me, at least where it just lacked just, uh, authenticity, soul. Um, I don't know, personality, I guess just some identification. It just didn't feel like it, it stood for anything. If, if that kind of, I'm trying to get to some point there, but, uh, I, I, I think you know what I mean. It just, uh, the trailers weren't too far from the actual game outside of the, you know, graphical standpoint, but, um, yeah, don't plan to uh, play that game again. <laughs> right after that, I was like, 
Yeah, no, I'm not really feeling this. I just straight up deleted it. I'm like, ah, no, I'm good. So there was that. Um, also, um, I played a little bit of resistance, but again, I had some uh, network issues. So I was like, ah, I'm good. I'll I'll play it when the full game comes out anyway, um, which is what I was going to expect there. So because boy, it was some hella lag. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm all right. Um, I st- I'm still up for playing it though. It's just at least in my current environment, it's not really wasn't feasible at the time. So, and then there's always the time after it comes out to mess with it anyway. So then of course, since last episode finished crisis core boy, that is still a damn good game, at least from a story standpoint. I'd say even the gameplay is still pretty good. Um, it, it's it's this weird kind of, um, I guess the closest thing it reminds me of at least is uh, Kingdom Hearts, where, I don't know, Kingdom Hearts felt like it was uh, this weird halfway point between turn-based and controllable action where you kind of are controlling the character, but at the same time, it's you're not because it's like you're controlling them, but they do the actions uh, delayed for the most part. So they the the player like registers your your commands as commands and basically does one after the other where it's not you know obviously fluid like a traditional action game or whatever. So, um, but outside of that, I mean, it was still great to play. Um, see all the characters, see just kind of the, uh, the backstory before Final Fantasy 7 again because the last time I played Crisis Core was like boy like probably when when it, when it came out in 09 or 08 one of those I think maybe even earlier than that actually let me fact, fact check that let me fact check that It's 2007. Wow. Yeah, so I was late. I was late to the train. September 13th, 2007. So, I guess that'll explain me. Because <laughs> I, I remember, I think I have the Greatest Hits version, which obviously is after the game has been out for a while. So, but I think I already talked about that issue I had with the PSP in the terms of the disc reader, ultimately hacking the game or whatever um, to get, get it playing. But man, yeah, it was a great experience. Boy, the story hits. Boy, it hits so hard. It really does. Boy, that ending. Uh, it's been a while, and I knew it was coming, but boy, it hits the same. It really does. Uh, just just uh, the trials and tribulations of a soldier and kind of all that comes and tells with it. Just just the message, the theme. Uh, it just all resonated with me. It really did. Highly recommend it if you have not played it. Especially, I'm I'm just getting hyped for for uh, the remake remake, and you know, wanted to play some pertinent, not pertinent, but relevant games uh, beforehand. So, did that as well as getting some Final Fantasy VII. Um, so basically, uh, I played up until um, basically the. Um, where the game is supposedly going to end in terms of the remake. 
um, which uh, I was very surprised, actually. I thought it was going to be, I don't know, I it was going to be more just, uh, yeah, I can't even describe it, really. I guess I thought it was going to be more cliffhanger-y. Um, just like as I was playing it, I was kind of fantasizing, like, how is it going to translate to the remake in terms of how they're going to handle, you know, I guess, and then a game that's only going to technically be partially uh, the game, you know. Uh, but boy, after I, you know, completed the segment, I'm not going to get into spoilers because I know some people have maybe never played, you know, 20 years after, but um, yeah, it just felt pretty conclusive. So I guess thinking about it, I was like, yeah, if, if this were to end in the remake, Consider it's going to be longer and a lot of stuff is going to be more fleshed out. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, obviously it's not ideal, but I take this over, you know, not being able to play it way longer until we're like, all of us are super old and <laughs> what is that Final Fantasy VII people talking about? Whatever, you know, that's uh, that's the dementia. And that's, I lost my memory of the game, in case you were wondering, okay. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, it was fine. I, I felt content if it, it like, I think it was kind of like a, how I would want to end in a B where it's like, yeah, there's, it, it does, you know, give you something to look forward to, but it felt like it concluded a lot of the elements that you did want concluded. Um, even though obviously there's the big main line thing, but I don't know. It, it did. I did feel content with how the original segment ended. If I were to uh, visualize it actually ending at that time and then having to wait for whatever uh, amount of time for the next one. So it was cool. It was okay. You know, it was all right. Obviously, I'd, I, again, I want the full blown game, but considering the, the, the kind of real re- realism of it all. Yeah, to do it justice. Yeah, it, it's understandable that they'd have to go this route. So, uh, but still getting on that um, what nostalgia train, a uh, hype train. I guess both technically. Uh, I decided to go back to Resident Evil One remake. Play that. Uh, actually, the other day. Um, boy. Man, that that game it's just a lot of these games just hold up. And I guess then again, I'm I'm pretty lenient on uh kind of mechanics and uh, you know, well archaic mechanics and systems and, and things like that. And ah, it's something about this that like they they just all hold up. I mean, obviously Resident Evil One remake is one of the greatest games ever in, in general. So I mean that's more or less a credit to just how great the game is, but yeah, man. And I guess it, it could be a testament to how I played. <laughs> so this time I was like, uh, let me try to scoop up some of these uh, trophies. I decided to play on PS4 since I uninstalled it for the PC. I think I would have played it otherwise, but I was like, uh, only like a couple trophies away to get a platinum. Might as well. So I think there was two I was missing specifically. It was one for what was it? Um uh complete the game using only a knife and 
beat the game in invisible enemy mode. <laughs> Part of me was like, oh, I could just do both, right? And went out. After after playing uh, Invisible Enemy Mode, boy, that mess is stressful. Let me tell you, I was actually made me feel like just some really classic Resident Evil, just like fear, item management. Uh, I don't know if I have enough bullets to 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 survive this encounter and stuff like that. But then on top of that, it's like uh, you in turn lose some ammo and, and and things like that due to the fact that you don't know if an enemy is dead or not because you can't see them so it's like it's now that new element where like i i found myself a lot just like out of nervous and anxiousness i would down an enemy but then i would keep shooting just to make sure it, it's dead because it may still be up but i'm not sure and then there's like uh there's the aggravating element that you can't auto aim of course because they're invisible a part of me, I don't know, thought that you could still auto aim them because it's like you just can't see them. But, you know, the game would guide you that way. But I found that super difficult, too, because then like with the auto aim, it will automatically, you know, track you to the person. But not having that like uh, assistance as well kind of made it harder, too, because I'm, I'm having to be more conscientious of my shots and like try to line them up for sure. And make sure they're actually sh- uh, hitting them, uh, which you can kind of deduce by a distinct sound the enemies make that lets you know that you hit them. I think your controller vibrates as well if it's a hit. I forgot. I know in some games, some of the Resident Evil games, it does that. But either way, it was just a lot of stuff, a lot of more work that came into play when it came to that. But um, ultimately, what... <laughs> six under six hours later i did it i did it i did have to <laughs> i did have to knock the the difficulty down because i'm like i can't see enemies and they hurt real bad and that's the thing too i'm not sure i played it on very easy but it sure as hell didn't feel like it was on very easy because uh the enemies hurt real good so that's telling me that maybe it was just some blanket uh, with that mode in particular, invisible enemy mode, there is some blanket, um, blanket difficulty for it, regardless that like ignores the difficulty level or something. Because it did not feel like I was playing on easy. I died legitimately a couple of times. Um, at least the damage felt like the damage felt like hard. Um, because I, whenever I get hit or bit a couple of times, it seemed to be way more than um what i would expect from easy but who knows maybe i'm just not that good (laughs) that could be a factor let's not rule that out i i'll 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 maintain the humbleness of course um but yeah ultimately boy it is stressful man it really is but there were some cool tells you can you can kind of uh get um i guess it does kind of bring attention to like the the environmental kind of graphical quality of the game where you can uh still see the zombies through mirrors and i think water puddles as well where basically um you can at least get a somewhat of a gauge where they're at and located and boy i totally reminded me of the uh, the most dreadful factor of it all is that uh you still have to you know obviously burn 
burn the the enemies. So, um, or basically, if you don't, they'll turn eventually turn into uh, the crimson heads, which are like the super uber like ten times version of the zombies that are much faster, more hurtful, cause more damage. Um, so <laughs> then, on top of that, you have to kind of remember where uh you killed the person or where they fell so you have to try to take a mental note and then burn them um on top yeah it's just uh, just stress on stress man it was fun though it was fun uh lisa trevor uh just just invisible and then you know it's like well i'm gonna get hit (laughs) and that's what you kind of had the process uh, at least the mentality that i had going in i'm like okay i'm gonna get hit because i can't see them so um they, i'd stocked up on some uh healing items and stuff like that so all in all it was pretty fun it was pretty cool way to play i never played it before i was always fearful of it which was pretty valid after the fact because boy it is terrifying uh it's one thing to hear them and then see them but then just hearing them and not knowing where they're at is like a whole different experience. Most of the enemies I knew where they would spawn or be or expect, but it was some uh some standouts that um, you know, did catch me off guard just a little bit. Just a little bit. So there was that. Um also did play um a little bit of Double May Cry three with a friend. Uh we, we uh played the co op. It was pretty fun. Definitely uh makes you wish uh, that, oh, hopefully it's going to come in the, I assume and hope the Devil May Cry 5 special edition. Um, it, it, yeah, just playing that is just going to make you mad <laughs> that there isn't a, uh, there isn't one yet in, um, the, uh, Devil May Cry 5. Uh, I assume so. At this point, they opened up that box of, you know, <laughs> box of chocolates. I don't know why I use that, that analogy, but you know. I mean, you never know what you're going to get, right? Okay, I'm sorry. I had to. I had to follow through. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to follow through with it. Um. So, yeah. Yeah, it just makes you wish there was, um. yeah, it would come on, you know, other platforms and Devil May Cry 5 ultimately, but really, really good they added it nonetheless. I'm definitely thankful for that. Um. Also, keeping in the damn remake uh well re3 hype train um re2 remake so uh played that kind of that last night trying to um just uh get a good refresher since uh from the trailers and stuff um obviously there's um, there's a lot of uh references to re3 a lot of direct correlations to re um re2 so uh it's really cool seeing like oh yeah we're gonna we're gonna explore that mm, i wonder how that's gonna play out in the in the three if or if they're gonna elaborate on that explore that in three so that's been pretty fun uh playing i'm playing on hardcore and it's been a while since i played re2 um but boy it's been it's been pretty fun it's it it made me forget how great the game is just knowing all the elements and fear and uh item management again uh, just makes me uh appreciate resident evil from that standpoint just playing these uh, initial games beforehand so uh 
I'll definitely at least be in, have fresh in my head a direct comparison between, you know, some of the greatest kind of regarded, highly regarded games in uh, the series. So, Oh, no, actually, when I think about it, that's a lot I've played since since last episode. Uh, but I did. I did, and it was great. It was great. Well, obviously, the pandemic is, <laughs> if anything, I mean, I would do this otherwise, but now I'm more inclined to. Of course, I'm going to do it. Well, um, yeah. So all in all, that's pretty much what I've been up to there. Of course, um, Walking Dead. I don't think I talked about the last few episodes, but boy, yeah, boy, the, 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 the last few have been getting super, super juicy. I'll tell you, um, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, but boy, some very interesting turns. Uh, I totally didn't see coming actually. Uh, they did some stuff. I did not see what happened. Um, which is good. I do appreciate that. It, keeps everything involved um and i guess on top of that there i guess this week this weekend is going to be the finale unfortunately i guess they they're they're going to end one episode early uh for the finale and i guess they said they're gonna show the premiere later in the year but um you know obviously due to the coronavirus and i guess they said specifically for the visual effects for the finale um that I guess they can't do at home or whatever. Maybe need some reshoots and stuff like that. I would assume so. Uh, yeah, yeah. Walking Dead's getting real good right now. It's it's hitting. It's starting to hit back in stride. I mean, it was always consistent uh, this this season, but uh, it's just it it a lot of stuff is hitting the fan, getting climaxed, and uh, I'm enjoying it. I am enjoying it. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, I do plan on um, catching on uh, Castlevania um, at some point, um, as well as I really want to know what this this damn movie or series or I'm not even sure what it is. Ultimately, uh, this Tiger King, I guess it's something about this uh, wrestler or or I guess just a wrangler of, of tigers or something like that. I, I don't even know most of it, but something it's, it's some crazy story i guess but i definitely am interested in seeing what that all the fuss is about with that because i've been hearing that like relentlessly like oh man it's tiger king blah 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 blah, blah. okay i gotta see what this is all about not I, not that i'm a follower or anything you know i mean if it's something i'm interested in i'm i'm, I'm getting interested I'm, I'm 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 gonna look into it you know first see what the fuss is all about so yeah i think that uh concludes episode 49 of Switches Sites. Um, if you're listening to this podcast on your respective podcast and platforms, wherever that is, uh, definitely appreciate you liking, subscribing, and providing any feedback, uh, good or bad, is appreciated. Um, you can also catch me recording live on Twitch TV slash A Switch where I do record the podcast live real time. Um, you can also finally, I could say this now <laughs> it's been the longest since what the whole entirety of the show. Um, you can catch me on uh, youtube.com slash a switch where I do also, uh, put the VOD as well for, uh, 
YouTubers that like uh, to listen to the podcast that way as well. So you have no excuse. Okay, I've I've given you everything. What more do you want from me? <laughs> I'll give you the I'll give you the Tyrese. What more do you want from me? <laughs> what more do you want from me? <laughs> gotta gotta do the ugly cry. What more do you want from me? <laughs> so, all in all, um, everything's coming together. Um, I mean, if anything, definitely trying to capitalize off this unfortunate time in, in regards to actually putting effort into the YouTube and, and, and stuff like that. Actually, um, there's a, a lot of videos actually I recorded, um, but never got a, got a chance to like one edit, uh, if needed and two kind of actually upload to, to YouTube after I've, you know, streamed it for however long ago. So, uh, be on the lookout for that. It's probably a lot of, um, my, uh, back recordings I at least want at least um kind of put on the YouTube just just to put on there at least I'm just doing it for fun and my own entertainment amusement so there is also that to look for if if you ever feel so inclined or ever want to you know uh, hate me as a person <laughs> I don't know I don't know I don't know your life alright damn um yeah, I think that covers it. We uh we did we we uh housekeep the house, did some housekeeping. Um talk about my uh rating rating them stuff. Uh YouTube, Twitch. Yeah. So I think that will do it, guys. And I guess see you next time for an uh apocalyptic <laughs> I guess episode fifty. Uh unfortunately it's not maybe in the best of times, but hey try to at least keep some form of entertainment for the folks that do find enjoyment in this maybe um but yeah uh till next time guys um re3 baby i'm just saying what re3 of final fantasy 7 uh goodness boy anything to get our minds off this uh this crazy time so surreal um yeah uh, Till next time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>